After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Today is June 13, 2006. This is Evans Journal coming to you live from Honolulu, Hawaii. And I know I've been gone for, must have been a few months actually. I have been slacking on doing the journal. And I've been getting a lot of comments coming in saying that, hey, what happened to the journal? So here I am at least doing another. Obviously, there's a lot of things that that have happened in the last few months. But I'm just going to start off where I was recently and then little by little add in, add in things from uh, what's been going on kind of between the last one and this one. So hopefully this will all work out fine. I actually had done a journal a little while ago, but the audio levels were all off because I'm using this new headset mic and it was so late at night I didn't want to redo it whatever right okay current update Punahou reunion I just had my 15th year class reunion uh, it, it's kind of seems a little bit odd to me but most other classes that I've talked to or at different schools don't seem to celebrate 15 years they celebrate on the even years 10 20 30 and so on that that's actually quite evident in what we were doing because it not everything who the heck is calling? Okay, no call. Uh, that's. I just totally lost my train of thought. Um, Fifteen year because we we didn't really have that big of a turnout either. It was maybe I think eighty people or so had RSVP'd. I believe maybe fifty some odd showed up, which was kind of a shame, but it was it was pretty fun. It's interesting to see people after a long time and also the food was really good we had a sushi bar with a sushi chef making uh, fresh sushis for us and then another uh, another area where they were doing um, pasta and 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 you'd add in your ingredients and they'd make the pasta for you and you tell them what kind of sauce uh, shrimp tempura and, and other types of uh, food Japanese food and then had ice cream and of course bottomless I believe they were cosmopolitans but as I don't really drink, I, I can't really remember. It it was fun to see people after a long time, and I don't know if this is just reunions at our school or or if it goes for all of the schools. Because I have I haven't really gone to anyone else's reunion. Carrie and I have this agreement where we just don't go to each other's because it's kind of lame, right? I mean, you go there and people are reminiscing and talking about high school days and interesting things that they used to do and and the spouse feels left out so she didn't go and and I'm not going to hers however back to my little observation here we had on our name tags these uh, pictures I guess they printed out our high school senior pictures which are quite shocking to see but for the most part the girls looked almost exactly the same with the exception of maybe 
a, you know, one or a two or a smaller, a little bit. Maybe they're having children or they've gained a little bit of weight. But for the most part, the girls either look the same or actually probably look better. Okay, the guys on the other hand. Guys on the other hand, I think, have gained on average at least 20 pounds minimum, at least. Losing their hair, uh, it, they look different. But it's funny because the girls look, look better or just as good and the guys all look kind of um old that was kind of funny the we had a whole weekend long of events but i didn't go to everything because on saturday we had colton's first birthday party and that's kind of a big deal um i think there is quite a bit of people and then we had this bubble show and at the bubble show the lady was blowing these bubbles and they'd they'd start small and then eventually they got so they got really big and i'm talking big to the point where we stood in this um kind of waiting pool type thing and she pulled the bubble over the people so the people were inside the actual bubble i think that was the highlight of the morning besides the food was pretty good but i was just too tired after that to go to any of the other luau events so i just didn't go but on Sunday, we went over to a classmate's house in Kahala, and that was just really sweet. First off, the house is just absolutely gorgeous. It's amazing to see that somebody in their early 30s has a house like that. And then it was comp- it was uh, catered by compadres. And I didn't know this, but compadres will actually bring out an actual margarita bar where they'll make various margaritas. And then these hot stone slabs that they put down... And they make fish tacos, fresh fish tacos, and fajitas, and quesadillas. It's really a cool thing. It's pretty affordable. So I'm thinking about doing that eventually. Um, what else do I got here? Community. I'm actually writing things down as I go because I'm just so behind on stuff. Okay, community. The the thing that I'm trying to figure out is how do we bring together the listeners, the people that are into this kind of social entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship in general, and, and this whole thing that we're doing, and bring them together with the guests that we've had on the show. This is something that we've been trying to figure out how to bridge, where people can engage in person, ask questions that they wanted to ask, get knowledge that they wanted to get, and do it in a way to network with others that have similar likes and dislikes and and passions and interests. That's what we're working on now. So we're working on a anniversary event. I don't know how big or small it's going to be. We're going to meet on that on Wednesday. And once we once we go with that, I really want to do a series of events next year, schedule permitting, maybe four of them or so, where we can have... Um, various people who have come on the show that have hit levels of success in their life that you know we a lot of us are looking to accomplish and see what we can do about engaging everybody um, together and and have some really good networking some really good learning and some really good food and music that is more to come but it's still somewhat tentative Kiting with VCs. Okay, here's an interesting story and in how this whole thing works. Obviously, right now, we're still on a pretty um, tight budget, as, as you can imagine. Uh, this is not so much our primary business. Well, actually, for me, it's my primary business now because I'm spending so much time on it. But 
what I'm trying to say is that the true benefits I believe that come from this are the relationships that are able to be built as a result and I'll give you an example John Dean from Silicon Valley Bank came in on our show as a uh, referral from I think Barry Weinman and Greg Kim uh, I doubt he would have come if if it wasn't for those referrals and nonetheless he, he came he enjoyed himself we've been in touch ever since and John Dean had s suggested to me to bring on uh, a person that he worked with at SVB which is Silicon Valley FIP, Silicon Valley Bank and his name is John Otterson and John Otterson runs the venture capital arm of Silicon Valley Bank called SVB Capital. John Dean used to be the CEO of Silicon Valley Bank so that's how they know each other. So John Otterson came in, he talked about um, you know his 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 career, his path, is an interesting um, story and then also the nonprofit that he started where they raise money by bringing out business people to go surfing and that's kinda cool but at the end of the meeting, at, I mean interview we were chit-chatting. I was like, what are you going to do You know, for the rest of your trip? He said, you know, I have some business and so on, and you know, I'm going to try and go kiting. And for those of you who haven't been following uh, the journal or not sure what kiting is, it's kind of like windsurfing where you have a really big kite that's actually inflatable in certain areas so it holds its shape. And it's almost like windsurfing. So you, the wind will, will pull the kite and you'll steer it with a, with a handle and you'll, you'll be able to... Um, uh, you know, surf basically. If if you want more info, just Google it. Kite boarding, kite surfing, kite VC. Check out Bill's blog. You can get more info on that. But it's it's a really tough to learn sport. It's hard to do. It's kind of dangerous, and that's kind of the whole appeal for people who are are used to being good at everything they do. It's a very humbling experience because. It's not that easy to learn. It's easy enough to get the basic gist, but to master it and get to the point where you're self-sufficient is pretty darn hard. Uh, I even went to a camp to, to learn it because it was just bugging me so much. Well, plus it was dangerous. Anyways, John Anderson I met, he said he's going to try and go kiting. However, there was no wind. That was when the weather was really bad and had all the flooding and it was, it was just bad. So I asked him, you know, when are you coming back? We can go kiting. And he he said I'll come back in May, so I said so I put it down on my calendar, um, and we ended up going in and hooking up during that time. It turns out that he was bringing down fourteen of the premier venture capitalists in Silicon Valley. Half of them were going kiting, and half of them were going golfing. And I ended up going with the guys that were going kiting, and I just had an absolute blast. These guys were so interesting and so intriguing because. They're looking at things from such a, a high-level perspective, and 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 when they look at the companies, they're already calculating out how the company can grow, scale, and exit, and create huge impacts on the world, and so on. A number of them were entrepreneurs that have had, you know, very very successful businesses already. One one of the guys there, I distinctly remember, his first IPO was at 33 and the second was at 36 and then he moved over to venture capital and that's kind of um, how a lot of them actually do it uh, some of them and you know come from Ivy League schools or Stanford or Harvard and then they become venture capitalists but a good number of them are entrepreneurs and then they kind of move over and then 
they ended up going to Maui for a few days and I was invited to go up to that too and it's just such an incredible blast but back to the relationship part what I really liked about um, talking to these guys and building a relationship is their unique perspective on business the whole purpose of the trip well one of the primary purposes of the trip is to build relationships and to see at that level the focus being on building relationships as opposed to deal making and so on was just absolutely intriguing so I pitched I pitched to them that why don't we do a series once we can get the TV portion of Greater Good TV done here next year maybe we'll do something in the valley and bring on the big names that we can get as well because they all know each other and that kind of is in the pipe also but that that would be just absolutely cool I don't know where I was going with that but nonetheless it was there Okay, one other reason why I wasn't on um, the journal for a while is that I had applied for a reality TV show. Yep, I thought I could make it because I was just, I, I don't know if I can say the name or I can't, so I'm just not going to and I'm going to let you assume which one it is because there's probably only one that you would assume that I would go. They, um, we had a casting here in Honolulu in um, March or something like that. I don't know when it was. But they had one at the University of Hawaii and then they had another as an open. So I made it through the first stage. I made it through the second stage. I made it through the third stage and then I was waiting and basically you got to put everything on hold because you wait for so long for them to tell you stuff and you fill out all this paperwork and then if um, if we were going to if I had gotten in I would have had to have been in um, you know the continental US to do the filming during the summer and I'd miss a good eight weeks or, or so of of this summer so it, that would have put our TV show on hold that would have done a lot of things but I got cut at the very end just before we made it on the TV show but whatever and actually I was kinda of bummed out I was, I was really pretty darn bummed out because it's one thing to get cut in the beginning but it's another thing to make it almost all the way there and then get cut. And I, I I really just wanted to compete because I thought it would be cool. And now that I'm thinking about it, though, with all the, the great things that we've, we have going on with the uh, TV show and, and everything else, it's probably better that I didn't make it. But if I, if I did, it still would have been pretty cool as well. Um... I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up. The PRSA is a um, trade association for PR professionals here in Honolulu. And I had a speaking engagement with them a few, uh, about a month ago, I think it was. And that was pretty fun, actually. PR in general is primarily driven by women there. So there's mostly women, about 25 of them, maybe about two or three scattered guys in there. The the whole um, luncheon portion was a little bit hectic because we were supposed to have it at the Plaza Club. Only thing is the Plaza Club didn't have the reservation in their books and they were completely packed. So long story short, they ended up putting us in the side, kind of in the side of the main dining room area and put up one of those kind of dividers that you can just kind of, you move there and it's it's just right there. and. It doesn't really block anything off, but it blocks off a little bit. Threw up a little screen. Okay, the problem is is that 
on one if you imagine the window leading to the outside is on one side and that's where the screen is the two perpendicular walls one was a kind of a partial wall to the dining room area where it's somewhat loud the other wall was a partition that was put in there because there was a um, accounting seminar going on f in the next room with about 40 something accountants and then at the um, directly opposite of the window was where the bus station is and where all the waiters and waitresses come in and out of the kitchen so the the dynamics, I don't know if you've done any kind of presentation before, it, the dynamics of that situation were pretty challenging. You had people coming in and out of the counting about halfway through the counting um, luncheon had let out, so there people walking around and making noise and laughing and waiters and waitresses coming in and out and the sound of food is just uh, kind of hard. But it turned out to be okay. I thought that the message got across and got some pretty good feedback and I would actually do it again so I thought it was, it was pretty fun I guess the moral of the story of that one is you know if things like that happen you just go with it and I didn't really think that much about it I, I, I prepared for kind of a long time for that one so I was not going to just not do it I was gonna do it okay GGTV greater good TV update we're looking pretty good what what's happening in June and we this is how we split up everything we used to record two interviews a week or so in June we're recording 26 for the whole month because we want to record half the year's worth of shows in one month we're also filming it with three cameras so we have two close-up cameras and one wide camera for television format and then we're looking at uh, editing that up which is happening right now and everything is looking pretty positive I'm thinking if things go on track we can launch everything in September if it doesn't go on track it'll be October or November but the quality of the the production itself the lighting and all that is is okay uh, it, the lighting especially could be better the audio sounds great the editing and all that looks good camera angles could get a little bit better but the room is quite cramped so it's not not that conducive but the content is still good and the difference in the TV versus the radio is that in our interviews we normally go for roughly an hour the first 24 minutes ends up on the um, radio and it's pretty much live to tape whatever goes less out any mistakes that's what's gonna end up on the radio and the internet and podcasts and so on the after show portion is about half an hour more and we go into more depth on other things however that part rarely hits broadcast. I mean, that's only as a paid download, um, and you know, you you actually have to subscribe to it or get it. The TV show will pull in the best of everything, meaning in the half an hour TV show, we will be pulling in the best of the f first part, which is on the radio, and the second part, which is not necessarily broadcasted. And then you also get the visuals, and then we'll go and get some B-roll for you know pictures or video and so on. It's turning out to be really darn, darn cool. Uh, we got music scores. I mean, when I was looking at it, it looked like a real show. And the true test is, you know, you show your family, right? And if you ever want an honest opinion, just go talk to your friends or family. They, uh, or at least my friends and family, they they don't necessarily BS you and give you niceties. They will tell you if it sucks and if it looks like crap. You know, if it looks terrible or or what. But more more or less um it's looking pretty darn good and i think that once everyone sees it they they'll 
they hopefully will agree with it. Um, and then this will be the kind of the um, springboard onto the next step. So actually, it's 9.30 in the morning right now. I'm heading out in about five minutes so that we can get on this recording because we were actually recording three people today. And this month is just crazy. So sorry for the long lull in the journals. And I'm looking forward to doing these more often again, hopefully, if I can get my gear, my acting gear. Okay. Aloha.